Welcome to The Grind, a podcast about the church planting process and missional strategies to make disciples of all nations. Coming to you from the offices of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here are your hosts, Dave McClung and Chad Grigsby. Welcome back, everybody, to The Grind, as Chad Grigsby and I are talking about the horrors of double chins on video. So, uh... And <laughs> See, don't Chad, mind me. I'm just this is why I grow a beard because uh, it hides Well, you. Dave, if I, if I wasn't so girly and could grow a beard, <laughs> I would probably do that. But. Hey, I, it took me forever. Uh, I, my beards, you know, until I got to about 35, 36 in there, were real patchy uh, and mangy looking. I, I mm-hmm. looked like a dog that been uh sleeping on the streets for a month (laughs) uh, so only in the last few years has it started to fill in a little bit and what it filled in with was gray well lucky you huh yeah uh, anyway but i wear this as a badge of honor uh because i've earned these these gray Mm. streaks by raising my children so, yeah, and launching some of them out of the house. So you've earned, you really have earned that. Yeah, yeah. Moved uh, my daughter back to college this week, and my oldest son started his finished his first week of college, and uh, so yeah, uh, we're in that uh, two in college, two in braces, no money in the bank account. So uh, that's that's my <laughs> life right now. We sent our oldest to kindergarten and we thought the world was ending so yeah 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 there are many more levels of emotional distress to go mm. through uh we'll yeah. look forward to that dave yeah yeah I, I think my wife had a tougher time this go around with sydney going back to school than that initial sending because there's a lot of excitement about new and you know next phase of your life and everything sydney had been home all summer this summer and now it was uh i got to give her back and that's so, tough yeah i think my wife struggled more with that than than even i did on that one so, <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh but uh but yeah so so we've had a traumatic week you know with all that and uh but, a bit unpacking our emotional baggage sorry yeah, this yeah so you know yeah <laughs> So we, we resort to talking about double chins and quoting Sling Blade uh, right. as a coping mechanism. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, anyway, we thought about doing this entire big idea in the voice of Sling Blade, but uh, uh, didn't figure we had the uh, actor's chops to pull that off all the way through. So No, I, I can give a good mm-hmm, but that's about all yeah, I got. Yeah, mustard and biscuits. So, uh, anyway, so, so let's get to the topic, <laughs> enough rambling. Uh, so we had, uh, Dr. Rodney Reeves, uh, my former new Testament and uh, Bible professor at Williams Baptist university now, and, uh, Dean of Christian school of ministry at uh, Southwest Baptist in Bolivar. And, uh, just, you know, Dr. Reeves, just one of those brilliant guys I've ever been around and so much fun to talk to, uh, every time he's always been one of those guys that when you dive into scripture with him the way he talks about the stories of scripture you feel like you're there I mean just kind of 
just draws you in and mm-hmm. he's a master storyteller and, and a, a great teacher. But one of the things that he talked about uh, that we wanted to kind of hone in on today was this idea of the centripetal force versus the centrifugal force centripetal being the drawing in pulling in and the centrifugal being the pushing out uh and it as it relates to the the church you know drawing in with the gathering preaching of the word worship uh experiencing the presence of god which then if done correctly uh and fulfilling its purpose then pushes the centrifugal force pushes the church out to the world because God is a missionary God and didn't call us to come and sit. He sent us to be missionaries to this world. And so, so we, we all have a tendency to gravitate toward one extreme or the other. A lot of times, whether it's all about the gathering or all about the going and we miss the benefits of both. And done correctly, done appropriately, uh, spending time in the presence of God is naturally going to empower us and send us out. And so, so the question is, and this is something, Chad, I've been talking about this morning. The question is, if our gatherings do not push us out to the world to engage the city, to do evangelism, to share the gospel, then there's something wrong with our gatherings. Uh, because spending time in the presence of God is going to instill in us and, and, and imbue in us a desire and a passion to reach those who are not a part of that and bring them in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's kind of our thought and question today. Chad, take off. Yeah, I, I don't uh, do so well with the big words, so I like to say gathered and scattered. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, it's yeah. easier. <laughs> it may not capture the full idea as well, but no, you yeah. got, I think you need both. And I think our tendency is to swing in either direction. We, we, we get in this uh, either or real quick uh, yeah. mindset instead of both. And, and I, I think for a long time we have swung the pendulum toward the gathering mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, so much so that the church is a vendor of religious goods and services where you come and, and you get uh, your, your religious goods and, and consume, and then you go on and, but there's really little emphasis on what we do away from the building. And uh, so I think he was really trying to ground us back in what we see in scripture and, and what we, what we understand the, the gathering and that leads to the scattering. So yeah, I think we got to be careful because I think even like if I'm honest with myself, my tendency is to probably swing the other way mm-hmm. and, and be all about mission and getting out there and going out and sometimes at the expense of gathering. Uh, yeah. But, you know, if you're going out and you're inviting people in or you're bringing people in, the question is, what are you bringing them into? You yeah, know? exactly. And if there's really nothing there, there's not no type of community there. Uh, then you're, you're, you're going out is, is not much, not worth much. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think one of the, the big critiques, I think it's a, uh, a misnomer. I think it's a misunderstanding of the whole missional conversation, but one of the critiques of the missional conversation that it, it emphasizes too much the sending and not enough the, the gathering. 
Uh, you know, buddy Hugh Halter, you know, wrote a book with Matt Smay called and, you know, the gathered and scattered church. Right. Uh, you know, every time I've ever heard Alan Hirsch talk about a pest, he, he says it's all five working together. There is a place for the shepherd teacher and the gathering aspects of the church. But like you said, right. we focus so much on that, right. That we're not getting to the world. We're not getting to our communities. And, and so, uh, so I think the missional conversation has been more of a, not an alternative to, but a corrective of that. It's a, a re-engaging that centrifugal or that sending, you know, kind of nature of the church. And, and, and I, and I think Dr. Reeves brought up you know, some great stuff in this. I, and I, I think, I think he's right in this, that when you're in the presence of God and God is moving and working in us, mm-hmm we can't help but then care about those that don't have that. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 you, you can't follow Jesus closing Jesus. You know, when he called the disciples, he said, he said, come follow me and I will make you, I'm going to do something with you to make you different from what you were before. I will make you into fishers of men. Hmm. So there's this follow me, spend time with me. I'm going to do something in you that you can't do for yourself and what that's going to be is naturally going to go out to to do with others what I'm doing with you. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. and that's kind of our whole deal in, in church planting. And, you know, we tell guys, don't just start a worship service, you know, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's get beyond just that weekend gathering. Let's engage a community. Yeah. Let's build up a missionary people you know, it's, it's not to say, don't do the service, don't do the gathering, but what you do in that gathering will directly impact whether you go or not. Mm. And, uh, so let's, let's kind of get it, get it in right perspective and do it the right way. So, and we've all, we've all made mistakes in that. And sometimes we've done it right. Sometimes we haven't. And, uh, not to say that we've got it all figured out and nobody else does. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think I love assessments. I love self. Uh, my favorite thing to do in the world is a self assessment. <laughs> yeah. uh, twisted like that, Chad. To see people assess themselves yeah. and do the work for you is <laughs> it's yeah. so fun. So I, I love to do like a, an assessment, like right get, get a piece of paper, get a whiteboard. If you're a pastor, leader, planter, uh, staff member and, and write gathered and scattered or centrifugal and centripetal and centrifugal, uh, and write those down and, and basically do write down everything your church is doing and see where it's weighted. Yeah. And uh, I've done this exercise with a, with a handful of planters and, existing churches and it's just undoubtedly uh not even close uh, you know 80 20 90 10 yeah. in the gathered versus scattered yeah yeah uh, Re- reggie mcneil in his book present future does this exercise where he talks about ministry and service opportunities inside the church versus outside the church mm. And he's, and he said, he makes that statement. He said, inevitably it's three times as many inside, if not more than outside. Right. And if that's the case, then there's something wrong. Something's not happening. Right. Gathering to lead people 
to, to be sent. And, uh, and so that's a great exercise to do uh, you know, and is a great self-assessment. It's painful yeah, it's, sometimes. I, I always started off by not telling them which, what's what. Uh-huh. I just ask them what their church is doing, and but I have the two columns in mind. Uh-huh. And so I start putting what they're saying in, in a column and then over here. And it's always funny because they're like, why is he making two columns? Why is that column much longer than that one? Uh, it's, it's, I know that's sick and twisted, but it's awfully fun. You know, you just gave away your secret, Chad. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody listens. To this. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So uh, if Chad comes and wants to do an assessment with your church <laughs> and he starts writing two columns, you know what he's doing. <laughs> but I think it's helpful, man. It's, it's just yeah. helpful for us to, to say, man, look how much energy we're putting into certain places yeah. and, and, and let's get back to that both hands. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So this Sunday or the next Sunday, you know, tell your folks that you're going to be about centripetal and I can't even say it. I, I can't I'm even, you, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So forget centripetal and centrifugal. Say, Hey, we're going to be a gathered and scattered church. And uh, there you go. And uh, move toward that goal. Now, I, I, I imagine good things will come of that. Uh, we, can, we can embody that and uh, follow Jesus that way. All right. Thanks for hanging with us for a few moments here. And I hope you guys have a great week. And we'll see you next time on the grind. Later. <laughs>